Lots of different ways that you can observe Veterans Day in the Milwaukee area. As we head through the afternoon, I'm going to run through a couple of these for you. Uh, The Veterans 5K, 10K takes place on Saturday at the Milwaukee County War Memorial. So you can check that out. Even if you're not running, turn out. Support our veterans. Wish everybody a a great day out there. Um, Registration of the race is donated via Silver Circle Foundation to Operation Final Home, which builds custom mortgage-free homes for America's veterans and their families. It's a great organization. So uh, check it out. Google it online if you want more information. That is tomorrow morning. Captain Dan Buttrey, my friend, is the president and CEO of the War Memorial Center right here in downtown Milwaukee. Captain Dan, man, I'm always happy when I see you. How you doing? John, I'm doing great. And by the way, I'll be there tomorrow morning helping to check people in. Excellent. Because it's, it's a partnership that we're doing with Silver Circle and Sean, so uh, we're very excited about that. That's such a, such a good event. Yeah. Uh, so Memorial Day is the day where we celebrate those that made the ultimate sacrifice. Veterans Day. When people ask you what Veterans Day means, and you're a decorated combat veteran yourself, in addition to all the other cool hats you've worn. When people ask you what Veterans Day means, how do you describe Veterans Day? Well, we're honoring everybody who served. Uh, so those who, of course, deployed and, and, you know, just went in the United States military. Not everybody deploys when you're in the military, but you know what? They signed their name. Uh, they put it on a blank check and said, this could cost, this could be my life uh, to defend this country. And so most of them come home uh, back to normal, normal worlds and those are our veterans. They are the ones who, when we're asleep, in the middle of the night, um, all times a year, resting safely, they are the ones out there who are on the front front lines, keeping everybody safe back home. And uh, God bless them. God bless you, too, and thank you for your service. I'm glad you put it that way, because on Stars and Stripes Honor Flight, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Some veterans that are reluctant to be recognized and are reluctant yeah. because they didn't deploy, or if they did deploy, they feel like they didn't do much. But if you've chosen, whether it's active duty, reserve, National Guard, whatever it is, to wear the flag and wear the uniform, you have made a sacrifice. You're not sitting watching Netflix. No matter where you end up being deployed or not deployed, you have made a decision to help defend what we hold important. So when you see the flags of all the branches shown, and there's a very strict protocol on that, by the way, it's based on when those branches of service um, came into existence. Uh, So it goes Army, which is the oldest, and then you see the Marines. People are like, wait a minute. The Marines are, you know, Department of the, of the Navy. Yes, but the Navy uh, um, d- did not exist for a short period of time after they did. When the Marine Corps stood up, they've been up ever since. So that's why it goes Army, Marines, Navy, and then Air Force. They stood up in uh, 1947, and then Coast Guard. And now Space Force goes in, yeah. and they kick the Coast Guard out because um, – the Coast Guard goes into Homeland Security. They don't, they don't always stay in the Department of Defense. But the thing is, Coast Guards are doing it every day. They're pulling bodies out of the water. I mean, it's, they are all veterans uh, along with us, and so you should never minimize the service of every one, single one of those branches. I just went to Wright-Patterson a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're researching um, for the, our future prisoner of war uh, missing in action exhibit uh, that we'll be building at the, at the War Memorial. We'll open it next spring. And I wanted to look at their museum that they have, which is open to the public, because they have built uh, cages that were Hanoi Hilton, where you wow. they did a replica. And we're going to do the same thing. We're going to build a Hanoi Hilton cell so people can look in there. And then when I was when I was looking at that, I was just like, oh my god, you know, just what these what these men, all mostly men, went through, um, being held as prisoners and going through that process. But being down there, I also saw a bunch of Space Force because there's a heavy Space Force asset there at Wright-Patterson. And you, you just don't realize what they're doing on a daily basis in all these branches. Now, there are, the, there are not many 
Space Force veterans because it's such a new branch. But they're going to be coming out as they rotate out of service. And they were all over the place. I saw their patches. It was pretty cool. You know, kind of, oh, wow. You know, that's what they're working on. Captain Dan Buttry is with us. So I was in Washington, D.C. with an honor flight last weekend. And they're beginning construction and preparing the ground where the memorial for you will go. The memorial for those that have fought and are fighting the war on terror. It's right near the Lincoln Memorial. It's incredible. When you reflect back, you and I were together in Iraq. You were there a lot longer than me. But as a member of the media, I was embedded with you and with your unit, which was the most rewarding, important thing I think I've ever done as a journalist. When you reflect back on that time in Iraq, and it's been 20 years now, which is hard to believe, what recollections come to mind when you think about your men and women that you commanded? Well, a lot of them went back multiple times. And that's the other thing is I did one deployment. I was injured, you know, so it ended my, eventually ended my career. But these folks are doing multiple, multiple deployments. You know, World War II, they deployed once. Now they might have been gone for four years. You know, <laughs> it was yeah. kind of a different time. Vietnam, they would do a one year in, one year out. There's, there's some Vietnam vets who did multiple years. Our current generation, uh, the post 9-11 veterans, as they call them, they are doing multiple. I know a guy who did 16 deployments. Wow. Now, they weren't year-long each, right. but they were also they were snake eaters, right? So they're out there, special forces, doing all kind of crazy stuff. So they were they were not in the rear with the gear. <laughs> they were they were front and center. And uh, But, you know, just think of the stress points of that and, and really where it's all going down. And so I just think how much has changed over the 20 years. It's been a very dynamic battle space. And there's a lot of triggers with what's happening in the Middle East right now between, you know, Israel, Gaza. Um, Last count I saw was about 35 attacks on U.S. bases in areas that I'm familiar with. And I believe over 30 U.S. servicemen members uh, have been injured. Yeah, uh, in in Iraq and in Syria and in that part of the world. In that entire space. So it's very real for us. And it's also triggering for a lot of our vets who who went there. What's the most important lessons you learned as a member of the military? Uh, always uh, take care of each other, look out for each other, cover each other's back. Um, I've been up since 2 a.m. this morning. I'm not complaining. It's just been a very busy day with veteran stuff. I'm getting tired. Um, imagine four days straight like we used to do. Yep. Uh, you need your, your your battle buddies. You need your buddies looking out for you going, hey, John, um, you know, just careful there. You might almost stepped in that hole would have you know, broke your ankle or whatever, something like that. Uh, you got to look out for each other. And you could. that's the same thing today when we come home. Uh, we just look out for each other. Take Get each other's back. Captain Dan Buttry is with us. I want you to try to explain this because I hear this over and over from our service members who have come back out and they're assimilating back into non-military life, that it's hard to replicate the camaraderie, the teamwork, the togetherness that exists in the military. And as someone who wasn't a member of the military, how do you how do you explain that? What What is that all about? Well, there's also loss of mission. When you come out, right, because everybody, you have different MOSs, military occupational specialties. So, you know, you've got your job. It's very scripted. But you also rely on each other. You may not even like each other. That's a thing. You know, some folks get really tight. They become best buddies forever. But you take care of each other because, you know, we're relying on each other. You come out in the civilian sector. It's not it's not that intense sometimes. It is. Hey, it is for our first responders. And that's a very similar cultural uh, uh, comparison to that. But, yeah, it's uh a, you lose mission, and you lose that camaraderie. And so that's a lot of what we're doing at the at the War Memorial is we're doing programs. We're bringing teams together. Uh, the field of flags, like we do over yeah. Memorial Day, we're bringing teams, and they do it as a volunteer. They place a flag. Each flag represents a Wisconsinite who's been killed in action. Um, and they gather, they, and they do this together. So, um, you know, it's what the VFW and the Legions used to do. I mean, they still do, but it's such a – it's it's a legacy – 
veteran organization that seems to be uh, retreating. Yeah, you know, there's not as many around, but you still have to find ways to, uh, well, the, the 5K tomorrow yeah. that, that you just talked about. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of units showing up there as teams, as supporting each other. ERGs, employer resource groups at, at a lot of corporations, there'll be, there's veteran ERGs out there. And they do that because they're like, you know what, we're working. I'm working for, you know, co- Corporation XYZ, but this is something that's cultural and very important to us. And then they're also looking out for each other's back as they go through that new professional career. So you're going to see that as a loss until you find where that where your team is at. And that's, that's a really cool dynamic within that culture. So we've got less than a minute, but I want you to tell me quickly about the event taking place in Heartland with uh, Vietnam prisoner of war, Captain Dave Carey. Dave Carey uh, spent two years in the prison cell with uh, uh, Jerry Garnt. Jerry is one of the last two survivors uh, from Wisconsin who was held as a POW over six years uh, in Vietnam. Uh, Jerry called me yesterday. I was driving up to Madison to the uh, executive mansion. They did their uh, uh, Veterans Day program, and he let me know that his best buddy, that he spent two years in that, six years total, uh, was coming up. He's a motivational speaker. Uh, It's at 6 p.m. on Sunday, and... uh, my God, show up because it's open to the public. It's free. And just listen to these two gentlemen who just went through so much. Uh, and again, strength, uh, resilience. It's something I think we all could take away. It's going to be powerful. It's 6 p.m. Sunday at Divine Redeemer there in Heartland. So check it out. Captain Dan Buttry is the president and CEO of the War Memorial Center. Thank you for your service, Captain John, Dan. Thank Thanks for your friendship. Uh, give our best to your beautiful wife, Patty. Absolutely. I yeah, will do. Thanks for hanging out with us.